Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in today. This is Aditi, currently sequestered in my lovely home in Bangalore. And I'm Alina, recording from my apartment in Mumbai. We're smack in the middle of monsoons and the mood's fairly melancholic. Through this, we welcome you to the first episode of Bitches Brew. A podcast out every 10 days where we chat about everything under the sun. Today we talk about love in the time of Corona. The pandemic has wreaked havoc in a lot more ways than one. Some clearly visible, some not so much. It has added a new dimension to dating as well, a space already quite tricky to navigate. With social distancing, masks, added paranoia, how does one even begin to navigate the politics of dating and hookup culture at a time like this? So today's episode, we're talking about hooking up during the pandemic, I guess. Through our observations, what we've noticed is that dating and hookup culture has changed a great deal, especially given that most people can't really figure out spaces to hook up because of the rules that certain apartment complexes have set up where you're not allowed to invite guests into your homes. A lot of people are online looking for partners because you don't really get to meet people organically anymore. So it really accelerated this whole dating app culture that we have. And it's set up a whole new system of dating rules, really, on these apps. People aren't just looking at apps to hook up anymore. They're looking at life partners. And that's the thing with these sort of dating apps, right? Or that's the thing with uh, things like a pandemic or anything that larger than life that happens that I think it just sort of does away with the superfluous. And like, you know, we all have kind of like mortality staring us in our face. And in a way, like sex is such a affirmation of life. The kind of isolation you experience when you're single as opposed to when you are dating someone and have been and even though you're, if you're virtually connected I feel like that sort of isolation hits yeah, different for, sure. for me personally what it gave me was the opportunity to meet new people more than just hooking up or meeting someone to potentially date it was also the opportunity to interact with people that I was seeing on a daily basis you know so did you find yourself like looking forward to talking to this person just because you were alone and it had didn't have much to do with like being lonely for example. I did actually find myself looking forward to having conversations. I think the thing that I really enjoyed was having these fragmented conversations with multiple people, which I think outside of this current pandemic situation, I would not enjoy because I, I'd want to be like deeply connected with somebody, right? Like I'd want to meet somebody and like have this zing moment where we get off the app and then we're talking for like two, three weeks and then we meet for a date. Like that's normally how it would go. But what I personally enjoyed was meeting multiple people and like talking to them and having really interesting mm. conversations and little fragmented conversations here and there while I went about my day. It did end up taking a large part of my day. I think because the isolation also, I mean, you're starved for conversation, right? You're starved for anything new. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't actually looking at the possibility of meeting mm. anyone that I could potentially date during the pandemic. Like, it's almost like my love life is hit a pause button i mean aside from the fact that i can't have any you know physical relationship you know that's so interesting because you have like this point of view but i'm also thinking like there's a certain amount of like romance or build up associated with like not meeting someone you know i mean everyone knows long distance relationships can be a bitch even if you end up navigating them well they can be a bitch in so many ways but when there is a pandemic and you are attracted to someone you guys ch start chatting online and you know there's this constant build-up. But like, correct me if I'm wrong, but is there like a sense of mystery slash intrigue associated with it as opposed to pre-pandemic where hookup culture has been basically on steroids where, you know, you text someone, you're like, are you down to fuck tonight? And next thing you know, two hours into it and you're having sex. So do you think that in a way there's also like a positive There is a positive. I think it's really subjective because... It, it also depends on how much you're influenced by hookup culture because you have a, a certain attention span, right, when it comes to these things. So even the build-up, it can only last so long before you're done, you know, before you're bored and before you want to move on to the next thing because the build-up right now kind of replaces that whole, the idea of the date where you meet somebody and you have that tension. Especially if you're having prolonged conversations with people, it's so easy to kind of slip into a more relationship space with them because you're talking every single day and you're sharing a lot and it stops being about hooking up and it changes yeah. the nature of the interaction. Exactly. 
whether you want to further that interaction and you want it to turn into something because you don't really know what's going to happen when you meet like is yeah. this going to continue to be something that's deeply profound or are you going to hook up and move on so it can be a little like illusionary in that sense too right because you basically let's say you're talking to two people of bumble and you're obviously having a better conversation with one of them but because there is a lack of like physicality then you don't really know if you just end up hooking up and moving on there's also that thought that wait have i just wasted my time so i'm wondering like if it comes down to knowing exactly what you want like is this period sort of something that can be used to kind of understand that what is it that you want from dating or from the culture of dating apps or hooking feels up feels a little bit like a marriage boot camp it feels like all of these aunties have decided to put all these young people in a fucking boot camp and said this is what it means to have a real relationship figure it out where you don't get to meet you don't get to have sex you just have to talk and figure out if you're compatible because that's kind of what we're doing right when you don't really get mm. to explore the physical side of a relationship which is why most people go on dating apps as not get ourselves it becomes more about assessing your compatibility with this person and that's a bit confusing you do yeah. have to figure out what you want but then maybe you're not in the right space to figure out what you want but at the same time there's a part of you that's lonely and that's you know a little yeah. bit desperate for attention and these are these apps are just the easiest way for you to find that yeah. people who do hook up despite what's happening you know they figure it out they'll figure out a place to hook up or if their buildings allow people in or whatever that's the real question because as much as you take someone's word that they've been safe and they've been isolating you don't really know and that's the thing with this entire pandemic is that how selfish is the act that you're pursuing or something you decide to do is kind of like you know what can be the fallout of it and it's so funny because mm-hmm. i feel like dating in itself has so many connotations attached to it and now there's like a whole new connotation of safety attached to it i mean it always sexual safety was always a real thing but now it's just been given an entirely new dimension because earlier it was like okay aids or stds or you know rape and sexual assault but now it's like if you're in the same space as somebody breathing the same air it mm-hmm. could mean something if one of you is actually covid positive right like and it's not just that there's also the possibility of putting others in danger so this selfishness kind of takes on a whole new form here but then you're also asking people to abstain for months on end yeah yeah which is basically like am i just like catholic now like what is going on <laughs> exactly so it's difficult to navigate right because of course you want to be responsible oh what about self pleasure like where are we on self pleasure i'll be i'll be honest with you like for me personally my libido definitely took a hit during the pandemic even though i basically stay with my boyfriend because i felt that i mean obviously you know you kind of the collective consciousness you do kind of feel the effect of i mean it's not the most yeah, that's true aphrodisiac thing to wake up to the news of 50000 cases of covid in your country right it does make you wonder about like where are we at for a self pleasure goes because masturbation to such a large degree is especially in india is such a male dominated conversation and for women it's not even really a topic to talk about unless of course it's a very left leaning feminist magazine I think sex in general is a topic that many women don't address, you know, who when it comes to culture we don't really look at it from a female perspective at all. We definitely have more literature out there regarding self-pleasure than ever before and this is actually the perfect time for a woman to explore it especially if she's living on her own. Yeah. I think more than just physical pleasure it also comes down to intimacy, wanting to be close to a person and there's something very exciting about it, right? There's something very exciting the build up to intimacy and when that's been missing from your life for a very long time and if it's kind of now imposed on you by external factors it's not like there aren't people for you to hook up with it's that you can't it's your sort of anxiety so much worse exactly what i was going to say it has a direct correlation with mental health i mean i remember the days that i've been completely isolated alone i can feel like this low grade anxiety and of course you can do you know various things to sort of manage that and maybe we can talk about that in a different episode 
it's so funny because you try and attribute it to so many factors and then eventually you realize it's probably because you haven't interacted with a single another human being IRL for days yeah so as much i feel like as much as you meditate to do yoga or get on your zoom calls with your friends the the impact of that really can't you know i feel like we're not accounting for it entirely right now and i mean look when we're talking about like physical partnership people underestimate how important it can be and i would say particularly for young single men and women lack of physical partnership because of a situation like this can make things so much harder to deal with you know because a you can't indulge in pleasurable behavior and b because there's this sudden lack of intimacy that can be really difficult to deal with i feel like if you were in a relationship maybe that dynamic would be slightly different yeah yeah i feel like that would come with its own like separate problems but i've also been hearing stories like from my friends and friends of friends and like practical strangers about the strangest things going down in terms of dating and hookup culture because or even relationships like i have a friend who bought a cycle for the very purpose of defying the lockdown and cycle in his girlfriend's house because there were no cars available and he couldn't drive his car just so that he could meet his girlfriend which honestly like in 2020 is probably one of the biggest romantic gestures that i've heard of that's <laughs> or or you know another friend of mine in argentina had a lockdown and his girlfriend was in another zone that he couldn't access or walk to or whatever and he finally gave up got super frustrated and started tindering in his area wow and hooking up with girls in his area his girlfriend knew about it like they chatted about it which is also interesting because suddenly i mean of course they're argentinian and i'm sure that the hookup culture there is slightly different but i don't know if it's like kind of paving way to conversations outside of just monogamy because you know monogamy in india is the default for so many people i've heard about a lot of people actually who have looked at relationships outside of monogamy particularly because of the pandemic because you can't meet often mm-hmm. like a friend who met somebody on hinge and they're in a they met during the pandemic and they are currently in a long distance relationship but they're not monogamous right they're i suppose poly but um, but they make it work yeah that's the thing yeah because you're suddenly just doing away with all these like weird trappings that used to you know like sort of mind games or like the power balance because you're like yo i'm just trying to survive make money make rent feed myself and have someone to love yeah. and there's something like so basic and beautiful about that i mean on one hand it can be really frustrating that you can't indulge in i don't even know if they're bad habits or whatever you can't really indulge in the hookup culture that has existed up until now yeah but on the other hand it is kind of beautiful that you want to get to know these people a little bit better no but i also think that hookup culture evolves right because i feel like before dating apps it was in a different paradigm where you went to like a <laughs> watering hole and yeah. like picked up a person and that in itself came with its own like social economic and political like consciousness because not often would you really branch out or move away from your class i don't know if that's changed on dating apps because we're still In fact, on dating apps, you can be even more selective. Yeah, because those biases are also so inbuilt in algorithms, right? Like they're not very evident. For example, if I am in London and I swipe on, say, five white men as opposed to two black men, the algorithm will finally only show me white men on my feed. Right. Yeah. So I noticed on Hinge, I think because I swiped on a couple of guys who were in finance, Hinge started to show me guys. only in finance uh, ai is supposed to be a little more sophisticated than that you know and that's the thing that's the thing because i feel like no matter i feel like ai is so far away from accounting for human patterns because human human error patterns are unpredictable mm-hmm. for the most part and ai is like in entirely sort of computational language but there's also been like fairly funny stories i think that's you know romance stories or hookup stories as emerged from the pandemic because For example, like I know somebody who moved in with uh, somebody from her work mm-hmm. because she was like sort of afraid of infecting her parents, and you know her work is very much like on ground. And during the lockdown, etc., a lot of exposure to a lot of exposure in general. And the person now she's staying with, she's also hooking up with, but they also work together, but they're definitely not dating. So it's just a very strange like. domestic partnership scenario but they're still making it work because i guess they realize like there's a lot at stake there but you know what's funny is that we haven't really addressed this whole situation 
in the mainstream in any way whatsoever because it's so taboo in india we haven't actually addressed what happens if you want to hook up with somebody during a pandemic and then what really happens is a lot of people flout the laws they figure out a way to do it and what that's doing is putting people in a lot of danger because there are no guidelines right the only way you know how to do it is to break the law and do something that's extremely unsafe for a few moments of pleasure but it is a conversation i think a larger conversation that needs to happen because what do you do you know if this goes on to the end of the year yeah that can i mean it can have a profound impact on people's psyche right it can make you really lonely and disturbed not everybody has the privilege of being with somebody that they love and that will you know automatically affect like every aspect of your life i mean now especially if we take bombay as an example or any of the big cities in india really where people live in smaller houses like for example if they're not living with their parents and anyway that kind of lifestyle is impacting your mental health so much you add a lack of intimacy and personal interaction to that and that can just like wreak havoc you know which and then then in turn affects your work and it's a very precarious job market so you don't want to be slacking at work quite the vicious cycle i think like i mean imagine if you had something like a covid safe hookup group <laughs> yeah in every city in every city that would be yeah. where you could monitor your movements it could even be tied into like say something like an arogya setu where you could see if you were in green zones or red zones or if you'd been exposed to somebody who had covid so then you knew okay this person that i'm meeting right now is most likely i'd say 98% safe but i feel like that comes with its own set of like security concerns which is something that arogya setu was battling with initially in any case it does it does but what if it was just like a whatsapp group in your city but i guess you know again putting out your phone number to so many strangers yeah basically the whole idea is to have a space where you know that this person is most likely safe where you can see that this person has not interacted with other covid positive people because people can lie right you can say whatever they want but then if you had something to like facilitate that and say okay this person is safe and i can meet up with this person yeah. or like if two friends wanted to like go on on that app so that they knew that they were safe yeah. you know whatever it might be, because we haven't addressed it people are indulging in a lot of like dangerous behavior and also the the thing is there is already like a fair amount of stigma slash shame associated with the hookup culture exactly. which kind of makes me think that if we were just to have a i mean i know it shouldn't take a pandemic to prompt us to talk about it but i guess it has you know be like hey everyone's doing this everyone is having sex with everyone just get with it i'm not talking about it all we're doing is making it incredibly unsafe and i mean that's how it was even before the pandemic you know if it wasn't a pandemic you had to worry about it was stds or just general safety you know when it came to meet like especially young women meeting men that was something that was a constant concern and you don't really have any safeguards because so many so many people are doing it in secret and so many people can't talk about it i remember one time i had a really bad not a really bad but a really bad experience once with somebody on the bumble and my friends were nearby and i remember telling them about it and a lot of them especially the male friends were like i mean but isn't that what you would expect you know because you were on a dating app and that to me was extremely that was surprising because i thought these were like woke men but it's just an assumption especially for women but yeah that's the problem with hookup culture in india is that it's automatically associated with some danger and that if you're indulging in it during a pandemic that you are an irresponsible horny teenager right like no one's considering the psychological impact of being alone for that long or being without physical intimacy for that long because it's not there's something important which is bizarre mm, exactly I'd like to bring some people in to to talk about this. People I met on the dating app just to see what their experiences were like, what their expectations were like. Uh and then we'll go on to talk about the more dangerous stories we've heard and bring in some questions as well. Yeah, sounds good.
guys. I'm Madhvi. I am a writer, actor, and uh, yeah, I live in Bombay. It's been I think five years now, and I came here to study, etc., etc. Yes. Just the usual. So I asked Madhvi to tell us a little bit about her experience with dating during the pandemic because she's one of the few people I've met who has actually made a meaningful connection through a dating app during the pandemic. Okay, so a uh, very funny thing happened. I don't usually date casually, but then it was something stable that came to sort of a break when the lockdown began, and uh, it was left on a note where. I was actually probed to, you know, explore more people and like new meet new people, etc., etc. So three to four weeks later, around uh, April end, I thought uh, let's get on Hinge. I had no um, uh, preconceived notions about oh, you know, this is exactly what I want or anything. I was just having fun one night. I was like, okay, let me just get on Hinge and see what's happening out there. and a few hours after signing up like i think an hour or so i just saw this very interesting profile uh, it had a very funny username so i was like who is this like you know let me uh, let me make some jokes and let me have some fun it will be interesting or whatever uh, and one thing led to another and i think in 30 minutes or so we were on a video call and it just flowed I think I forgot to ask his name in the first 10-15 minutes, and then I remembered. Be like, oh my god, I need to ask him his name. And it was nice. We spoke for I think two three hours. It was just there. Yeah, it was very. Um, I know how cliche it sounds uh, when you say something like this, but uh, I think I just felt so comfortable and at home talking to a complete stranger. um because you're my friend you know how awkward i am with like new people and i take my own time to open up and to like share things but it was so fucking organic and i was like um this is amazing let's see what happens and yeah so i think 2 3 days later he took the initiative to uh, say let's meet or whatever and um, i was kind of paranoid uh, thinking ki oh my god it's a pandemic and blah 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 but then uh, i think he hadn't met anyone for like 2 months or so so i was like okay cool even i haven't let's see fuck it let's see it's i think this is worth at least meeting someone and were you guys socially distanced when you um, met for the first two hours yes <laughs> for <laughs> the first yeah, two hours yes <laughs> so madhvi went on to tell us about how they doused themselves in sanitizer had their masks on for some time before they became quite comfortable with each other however most people aren't as comfortable with the idea of meeting during a pandemic we have saurabh uh, there's somebody aditi met on hinge and do you know saurabh why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself um i am an editor and a post producer and i stay in bombay um and we met on a dating app um we've not met of course nobody can meet um but people are starting meeting now and yeah the lockdown has been lifted i mean few of my friends uh they kind of headed out a friend of mine you know had this quickie with a journalist and they're both uh, heterosexual people and it was kind of weird because i said tell her you know that it, uh, and this was uh, during the first phase of lockdown when it was very strict and maybe they they liked doing it because they had this risk and you know maybe it heightened their experience but it was quite risky because uh, after like a week or two we got to know that journalists had started testing positive for the virus and then everybody panicked then he was asked if you know he is positive but he wasn't and he didn't feel any guilt for what they did but she did and yeah so it's these different dynamics of people and then i also had a friend who who was staying in mumbai at that time who's now moved to calcutta to uh, their house and they were they were sharing a room with a roommate and she would go out 
and hook up with this doctor who was working in a covid ward and she, and she would sneak out of the house late at night yeah and uh, so basically it risked my friend's life and she was panicking she had anxiety attacks i didn't know what to do you know i told her like you know i can uh, i told them like the least i could do was to you know tell that to a reporter tell your story to the reporter and maybe you know they can do something but i didn't know what their dynamic was inside the house so uh, they were like no it's fine i'm like okay but finally they managed to go back home so yeah it was quite risky for some people i guess while there are questions of safety when it comes to dating during the pandemic and even though you know at least through the apps you can establish certain types of contact with people uh, a lot of people aren't very keen on meeting because you know because of the the whole safety aspect but a lot of people say that the dating app scene has not really changed for them um so i want to bring in ayush who's another person that i met on a dating app and his perspective is also quite interesting because although he does meet people to hook up on dating apps uh, and he can't do that now because of the pandemic he still feels like the whole situation hasn't really changed too much for him i i am a fine artist that's right i am a fine artist i've been into photography fine art graphic design and recently i signed uh, with an agency as a model so uh but coming back to the dating app subject i think that what i feel about this as is irrelevant of it being post lockdown or the pre lockdown the way i see of course like i get uh, approached by people all sorts of people but i think it's pretty set in my mind that uh, it's a good way to kind of break break that ice with that person you know like just get to know something about that person and then the more important part part for me is always meeting the person face to face so i am more interested in experiencing the person uh, not just by the pictures like i i don't know to create and so it's always like a like an image sort of about the person that you you know the way that person uh, approaches the audience so uh, it's been pretty good like that way i think it's been pretty uh it's uh, adventurous i would say like i've, I've had friends also from that app it's not just girls who uh you know for other purposes it's always been about building a relationship with that person for me personally like i would always get into a conversation only if i am interested in that person otherwise it's no point in you know creating this cloud over the relationship which which would probably be completely different from what the person is generally you know so uh well, i found it interesting yeah. like because my dating app experience during the pandemic was very different because i found myself looking more just for like interesting conversations because i had no one to talk to right? i had this one person in my house to talk to so i was just because meeting and hooking up was never in the agenda obviously because you know pandemic but you go with like a different filter compared to what you would normally go in with right like make it much clearer what you want as a person so in a sense is it going to affect you in the future in that now i kind of know what i'm looking for in a person or is it just like a pandemic bubble uh yeah i do use dating apps to meet people uh it depends on person to person to each their own like if you want to hook up you do hook up you you know if you are if you get comfortable with that person and the vibe that that matches then of course you look for something which is you know uh which you can see each other and then take it forward from there um yeah but i i guess during pandemic uh, everybody has been on the app uh, and you get kind of there's this uh, term called wells where you get too many texts on a dating app and it's overwhelming for you and i'm like oh fuck like oh, how did this happen i can relate yeah i had to like delete him several times because it was just like <laughs> uh that ultimately you're spending a lot of time on these apps i don't like it doesn't really 
matter if it's a dating app personally like that's what i think but it's just that a um, it's like you are to go and by the idea of social media right like you like so like you are just more confident about yourself once you are getting all the attention from you know different kind For Madhvi, the experience was a little different because she met someone that she really connected with on Hinge. While she did share some of these concerns because we are in the middle of a pandemic, the approach was different. Um, we we both were so overwhelmed by this like completely chance encounter, and um, I think I want I want to say this so that. everything i say next like ka sort of falls into perspective uh there was this moment right after yeah. like you know he was about to go and whatever and i was just standing by my bookshelves etc and he was standing there and i don't know this person much right like of course like you know we only started talking four days ago or whatever and the when we met the conversations that we had and just the kind of undeniable uh, chemistry and the connection that was there for a second there when i was looking at him i felt things can not only be different but they can be better he is actually not from here uh, i mean he's a he's an indian but he lives in europe so we just agreed that till the time he is here uh, uh, we going to have an all out affair or whatever you might want to call it Uh, because we were both so overwhelmed, like having met each other. So he left that day, and a day after that, uh, when we were speaking, he just told me that yeah. you know I'm leaving in three days, and I have to go. I have uh, like I just have to go, and that was the moment when I was like, "Are yeah, oh shit." like why you know like it's it's been cut short right yeah and do you think that uh, you know during the pandemic having this relationship or you know whatever you guys are calling it it kind of helped i have like it's a two part question like do you think it helped your experience and took the edge off a little bit and also at any point were you scared that you were flouting rules or if, if you were exposing yourself to a certain amount of risk um yeah i think i want to answer the second question first uh of course yeah i i i was so scared it because he was a medical professional i think that's why it just helped me um you know um in um like just like saying okay let's meet because uh, three months after that i did not meet any other person and i live alone So yes both of us were scared and it was a running joke between us like it's still a running joke between us uh when he was about to come see me we were like you know if we get infected and if we are both quarantined it will be it's going to be so funny but we are risking it uh but having said that you know what i feel yeah. happens in those moments uh it wasn't like i was craving some sort of touch or i was craving uh some sort of human contact with, because it was still uh very uh, new the lockdown itself in right, april yeah sometimes i think it's just guided by your instincts yeah there is no other explanation to it uh and you are aware of the risks that you are taking and the rules that you are breaking and because it is so human and the needs like your own needs are so human yeah. that sometimes you just um cross those boundaries and you don't care enough because uh, the thing that's right in front of you is so adventurous and it's so thrilling and it's so new that you don't want to um how do i put it you don't care about social distancing you don't care about uh, uh you know what might happen yeah and do you stay with family or do you stay alone like uh, what's your sort of staying situation i stay like? alone ha huh. so then there's there's definitely less at risk yeah there is less at risk sense. and everything so yeah yeah it's a slightly different story with sarab ah uh, it does affect you um but then you know uh 
I'm too scared. I'm a fuck too. So I I did not even let my building cat in once I got to know that there are positive cases in my building. Uh, because uh, she's a spray and you know if somebody pets her I don't know fucking I'm not a doctor or a scientist I don't know about the uh, the trans whether they can transmit the disease or not uh, so I don't want to risk it I've been feeding the stray dogs from the second floor and throwing biscuits at them they've been picking it up so yeah it's just like it's weird like to not feel any intimacy like because uh, during the initial phase, I was just chilling with my building cat, and I was like, she would come over and like we would chill all the time. Like I would go to the terrace, uh, I would ride there, and she would be beside me, and like we would chill. But then after a while, even that connection was lost. On one hand, apps can be unsafe or have inbuilt algorithmic biases, which are sort of invisible to the human eye, and can also like sort of feel a lot more problematic than they actually are if you dig deep enough. Um, but on the other hand, for the queer community where physical spaces in India still aren't that friendly, still aren't that safe, apps provide a sort of haven, even you know during the time of the pandemic, where for example, if uh, people have gone back home and they aren't really allowed to be who they really are. I feel queer people of a certain class have always relied on the apps uh, because like your gaydar has to be amazing to be able to spot a fellow queer person which is very rare uh, so uh, yeah it's it's mostly apps uh, but right now uh, if a queer person has to uh, stay at home 24-7 uh, with their parents or with relatives or with friends uh, it kind of gets weird because other people are not used to seeing you every day and they, if they have uh, some kind of pure phobia, then it gets uh, pretty bad, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know anybody who has suffered during the, uh, the pandemic, uh, but I do have a friend, uh, you know, who has come out finally uh, as a trans person to their parents. Uh, and uh, yeah, they basically wrote a letter to them. Uh, they stay in uh, Bombay and the parents are in Delhi. So it was a huge thing for them, you know, and uh, the pandemic kind of helped them because uh, the person like the parents, they can't directly come to your house and have a one-on-one. -on -one. At least they have some time to, you know, to figure out to to get to to be okay with the fact that you know my uh, you know my daughter uh, like assigned female has taken a decision so yeah it's it's it does help in some situation but mostly it's, it's I'm sure it's been a uh, help for some people uh, I'm too privileged to ask yeah uh, yeah I'm pri privileged class I don't think they suffered a lot like mentally I mean I mean I'm sure everybody suffers. But otherwise, uh, I don't think privileged class suffers at all. Privilege does matter, uh, especially in a time like this. Yeah, I, I, I agree that, I mean, I don't know if I can say privileged people don't suffer. Of course, they don't suffer as much as somebody without privilege would. But again, I mean, everybody has, I mean, the human experience, can it really be quantified in that way? Yes, some people suffer more because they don't have as many resources. Suffering is suffering, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it really depends on how you define privilege, I think, because having, say, economic privilege, um, being educated doesn't necessarily mean that people will accept you for who you are. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have a family that accepts your sexual orientation or your, um, what do you call it, expression of gender. Yeah, that's very true. So I do think that while privilege is intersectional, I also think injustice is intersectional. Uh, and like you said, it, you know, it, you, it manifests itself on a emotional, mental, religious, caste, class, 
sort of level but i feel like we can get into this in more detail in a different episode i remember one time i had a really bad like well, not really bad but really really bad experience once with somebody from the bumble and my friends were nearby and i remember telling them about it and a lot of them especially the male friends were like i mean but isn't that what you would expect you know because we were on a dating app and that to me was extremely that was surprising because i thought these were like oakmen but it's just an assumption especially for women but yeah that's the problem with hookup culture in india is that it's automatically associated with some danger and that if you're indulging in it during a pandemic that you are an irresponsible horny teenager right like no one's considering the psychological impact of being alone for that long or being without physical intimacy for that long but also i was just thinking like dating apps are cool but you know like for the brief period of time that i've kind of been on them i've also had very interesting experiences where like i've been gone and this is pre pandemic where i've gone on a date and we've had that one beer and then you know the guy has just spent like 15 minutes pitching his skills in bed to me almost as like a sales pitch to sleep with him uh which which i don't but which i'm not yeah which i'm not like judging but it's also extremely like unattractive like that's not what's going to make me want to sleep with you so i just want to know like have you guys had any like interesting experiences during the pandemic on the app like any kind of weird shit going down or somebody trying to convince you to uh, meet them that did happen like people like you want to come over but i was like you know uh i don't know what will come first like corona or me because i do want to risk your life or you know my <laughs> life for people you yeah. or i mean um yeah. so i didn't uh i did follow the rules yeah. uh during the lockdown i still do uh people have been wanting to come over and like um no not right now uh we'll figure out once the vaccine comes uh but you know you never know when you're going to cross yeah. the line uh because it's been too long so mm. uh, the human aspect of it is really interesting even like when you like you know that you know it's risky and you might die of it but you'll still go for it. so with all this talk of safety and safe ways of hooking up we thought we might as well consult a medical professional and find out what they have to say about this whole thing so up next we've got ashir who is a doctor hi ashir Hi Ashir, thanks so much for coming Hi. on. Hi. My pleasure. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> And the pandemic is the is the big thing right now. Everybody's talking about it. I think that's all we talk about. Very much days. so. Before we sort of get into, you know, talking about the juicier bits, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I I am a doctor and uh, I used to be a junior resident at Ames in the department of surgery that's my area of specialty mm. but I'm currently at home my family is in Jaipur so I'm in Jaipur right now I'm actually preparing for my right. next exam right. to get into a super specialty so I'm not working right now but I used to be in Ames since 2011 up till uh, right. December right. 2019 and how was that experience being a doctor at Ames which is you know Ames is Ames. it's one of the best hospitals it's one of the toughest <laughs> yes indeed my experience at aims was it was life changing i mean i cannot think of my life without uh, having aims in it so i've been in delhi since 2011 i did my mbbs from aims and i got into residency i was a junior resident and the experience was i mean i don't have words to describe it we had fun we had parties we studied a lot obviously mm. so actually today you know i kind of wanted to know a little bit more of your perspective on mm-hmm. Firstly, your personal perspective on dating, and secondly, professionally, how do you feel? You know, from a professional point of view, what do you feel about dating during the pandemic? What do you feel about the hookup culture? Like, how safe is it? Is it even worth it? But also, what about the mental health fallout? Oh uh, well, as we all know, the pandemic has been affecting us mentally, socially, financially, professionally, and it's in almost all the aspects. And dating and hookup culture is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. 
and because of all the social distancing norm and staying away from people i think the dating culture and uh, the hookup thing has taken a big hit because obviously for people staying away from each other now as long as you are in a live in relationship or you stay with your uh, pals or whatever then it's all cool but for people who don't actually live together or maybe are in different cities or in a long term relationship i think it has been extremely difficult for them to you know to get to even see each other and hooking up is the least they can do right as a doctor do you feel do you rec- i don't want to use the word recommend but you know i want to understand like what your opinion is about how safe is it to meet somebody you spoken to on an app just from the point of view of the pandemic you know you've been talking you get tested for covid you're negative what are the factors or variables that come into play there as far as i am concerned i personally was single before this pandemic started so it hasn't affected me much and i, I would not like to speak on behalf of all the doctors but uh, doctor culture ke andar people are mostly involved with their work and especially during this pandemic people have been even more busy especially the doctors so doctors ke liye i don't think it must have been a big problem but for everybody else in every other sector people are a bit partly depressed because they're not able to see their girlfriends or boyfriends but tell me something with the kind of lockdown restrictions that the government has imposed it was so sudden it was so severe mm-hmm. what do you think like it could have been done differently because i mean as a doctor don't you feel that people would react to something so sudden with resistance definitely they would much of the criticism you know for this lockdown was that it was uh, implemented just within a within a you know time frame of hours hmm. i think as far as i remember 8 baje bola ki 12 baje se lockdown hai so that was sudden that was harsh for what you know trapped wherever they were so probably had they done it in a phased manner would have been a bit better but i'm not an expert on political policy health point of view se to kabhi bhi kabhi bhi aap lockdown kar do it's going to work so the bureaucratic system has to take into account ki logon ka livelihood hai economy hai trade hai businesses hai i'm not an expert and not so i don't know what would have been the best way to implement the lockdown uh but yeah strictly speaking yeah like i'm saying that dating will only become a reality again once the vaccine is out i am not saying that you can go ahead and date people that's okay for these apps because the apps are totally random aaj right swipe kiya you meet someone tomorrow you meet someone else next day you meet someone else and then they meet someone else so it's like an exponential thing so that uh, from the pandemic point of view is not very yeah. you know and and for you personally what do you feel like i mean and i know it's a slightly personal question so you can choose it to answer the way you like but for you personally what do you see do you see yourself dating somebody anytime soon do you think about it is it something you're concerned about uh i'll be i'll be i'll be very honest with you i am at home right now mera pura social life delhi ke andar tha all my friends are in delhi but i am at home and i have been very very preoccupied with my padhai and studies in the past couple of months so i did not really have any time to you know focus on the dating aspect of my life and also jaipur ke andar i am sure i'll not find anyone because i don't know people here i lived there like 8 years ago and now everybody everyone i knew is are out are you currently on dating apps or have you been in the past how does it work for you i used to when i was on them and uh, i have nothing against them i think it's an amazing way to meet other people i think it's good for me as long as it's safe you know there have been issues with that as well but uh, as long as it's safe and nobody gets hurt tab tak to theek hai what's the harm because people are voluntarily on it so those who want those who enjoy it can obviously come online and be there if i talk about hookup culture and romantic endeavors especially when it comes to young people because we don't see where this lockdown is going it keeps getting extended there's no end game in sight there is a higher likelihood of them saying you know fuck it i'm going to go meet somebody because how long am i expected to live like this right i mean in a situation like that what can you do like okay you can promise exclusivity you can show people tests but it's not something that's really being addressed at all right like how do you subvert these desires and as a professional i mean i know it's a difficult question to answer you have to be exclusive i think that's the safest way to go about it so if two people have a considerable surety that the other person is not randomly and you know going out with two or three or four other people and being intimate with them i think tab tak theek hai you just seeing one person that's okay family stay together 
I guess the conclusion that we've kind of culled from today's conversation and speaking to the various people that we have that there's no singular one way of doing this and everyone has had their own sort of varied equally rich experiences um like for me personally my consistent experience with dating apps over several cities and countries has been extremely tepid and disappointing so I kind of stay away from it pandemic or no pandemic um but what about you aditi what, what because i feel like you've had you've been in closer touch with dating apps in the recent past than i have so what are your thoughts that's true um well with regard to dating apps in general uh i find them much more successful when it comes to actually making friends or meeting interesting people rather than looking for love um and honestly i'm on there to make connections not to hook up because the idea of meeting somebody online just to have sex with them is absurd to me but that's just me um so obviously i mean when it comes to the pandemic that was it was very rewarding in that sense because i did meet some very interesting people and started some very interesting conversations and i think it added a lot to my life because um otherwise i was just inside with my sister and you know i couldn't meet anybody and there's only so many people that you can call all the time i felt like it added a little bit of enrichment to my life in some way because it gave me that contact that i desperately needed you know it gave my life a little bit of flavor um but when it comes to like hooking up and falling in love i mean i think what this pandemic has done is it has sort of pressed pause on a lot of people's love lives you know i mean there's no two ways about it yeah. you can't have safe sex during the pandemic it's not really possible yeah there's always, sorry there's always some risk involved yeah. and you know i think you have to be a bit of a romantic to to sustain these connections in a romantic way or i you know if you're lucky you might meet somebody exciting but I wish there was some mechanism in place that made it safer or at least if there was some kind of acknowledgement that this is something that people need. Um mm. 
I think that's been largely ignored. You know, a lot of people, like, especially when I'm talking to my friends about it, a lot of them are quite dismissive. You know, come on, we're in the middle of the pandemic. Why do you have to worry about boys? So um, I don't think a lot of them understand, or maybe they do, but they don't give it that much priority. Yeah. No, I was also just saying it's funny because uh, if I was, you know, in a position where I was also completely alone and not seeing someone, I am 100% sure I would have uh, gotten on the dating app. In fact, there's been times where I've been desperate for company and then reached out to a friend and we've made a plan and we're like, you know what, like, fuck it, we're doing it, we're meeting. And then at the last minute, we both got cold feet and decided not to do it. Um, but it's also interesting because I feel like the apps are filling in a gap in our lives in a way that even the app itself couldn't have imagined or the companies couldn't have imagined when they were first invented or made so in some sense it kind of makes me sad because it makes me think of how isolated and like sort of lonely our lives are irrespective of the pandemic do you know what i'm saying that we actually require apps to kind of reach out or meet people because especially now the concept of just going to a bar or a neighborhood watering hole is non-existent for the foreseeable future, especially in India. Mm. So it kind of it's kind of almost like a for me personally like a necessary evil. I don't think it is evil in any sense because I feel like it's just it's a part of this natural evolution of how human beings socialize. You know, in a way, we've become more gregarious than ever before. I know that people think that we've become more individualized, but in a lot of ways, we're more connected now than we've ever been. So this need to constantly be connected with a large number of people has always been there. We're not in a place where we're all okay with just sitting by ourselves and being by ourselves anymore. I think it's a generational thing. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing, you know? And... That this pandemic has really highlighted that for me. You know, I always thought of myself as a bit of a loner, but uh, turns out I'm not. <laughs> and it's not just because I want to have sex. You know, I want a connection. Uh, I want a human connection. You know, and I feel like these apps have mm. sort of given me that on some level. Um, when it comes to hooking up, I mean, yeah, I I I do wish that there was space for me to do that. Um, but ultimately there is no safe way to go about doing it. So either you risk your life or, or you abstain. I mean, I don't really see a middle ground here. Because even if you make sure that the person is tested and you know they've been isolated. And... To be fair, uh, in the West, you do have apps like Bumble and Lex that are allowing users to preface their profiles with their antibody and COVID tests. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that feature is available in India currently, Um, which again, just adds like a whole new level of dystopia, because not only do you already have like 20 filters you're operating on when you're on the dating app, but now you have another filter, Mm. which is, you know, you may as well just like publish someone's medical history at this point, like, you know. But in a way, I mean, it would be so convenient to see someone's medical history and then decide based on that because it is a constant worry even more so now than ever before and i noticed on these apps there are so many people who are just willing to meet right off the bat and i'm like how is safety not a concern for you like do you think we're too much of a dude to like worry about that (laughs) what what's the thing you know and i'm wondering is that like an thing because we do have this tendency to like want to break the rules or whatever we're not a disciplined people by a long shot so is it that or like I, I can't wrap my head around that like there have been times when I've been willing to maybe take a few risks but again within reason I wouldn't invite a stranger into my house yeah you know somebody I met on a dating app so I just I I don't yeah. get that. I mean I'm not judging maybe I'm judging a little bit but like I don't get it yeah I mean personally neither do I but I think my understanding of dating apps go it's quite limited because it's not just with the lens of the pandemic in general i just have an issue with the concept in itself but i also see mm. how it works so clearly with so many people but then i guess i'm just a bit more of like a puritan in the sense that i would rather meet somebody at like 
the nearby grocery store although i feel like that doesn't really happen uh anywhere no, except in movies <laughs> but yeah and we did yeah why not like in monochrome why not that would be so nice because <laughs> i mean what is the likelihood that you would like strike up conversation with some dude in a grocery shop like that doesn't happen. yeah yeah i mean that's not a very <laughs> Yeah, in big cities, I feel like, especially in Bombay, and you know, again, even Delhi to a large extent, in some areas, I feel like there isn't really that culture of always getting coffee from that one place or always buying, you know, your fruits and veggies from that one place. So you start being familiar or having that one walking route. Uh, I feel like that's still a very like small town culture, which for me personally, it hasn't really permeated in Bombay, which is such a fast city and people like come and go so quickly. Yeah. and we also don't have the courtesy right like we don't really talk to strangers that much we just don't you know especially like someone of the opposite sex especially if you're a woman and a man just comes up to you and talks to you in a public setting and you don't know him your immediate response is to be suspicious yeah, absolutely in fact so, not just the this you know it works the other way around as well because i remember this one time at a bar in delhi when going to bars was still a thing um my friend who is from mm. you know she's an nri from us she had come down and she found this guy cute at another bar, at another table and she sent a drink over mm. which is just like a sweet little gesture it's not really like right. loaded with meaning and that guy refused the yeah. drink and didn't acknowledge that whole situation at all which was really weird Uh, for all of us, but especially <laughs> yeah, I don't know if like, I know I don't know if you felt like emasculated or I don't know what it. Why? That's just like I mean, I've never heard of women roofing. I mean, of course, that is super sexist of me, but I have never heard of women roofing men. Like, if a girl got a suspicious drink, I get it. Yeah, but I also think that, like, especially in a place like Delhi, uh, I mean, I don't want to make generalisms, but I am from there, and I feel like people that concept of women approaching men mm-hmm. is still a concept to be discussed. You know what I mean? It's not. It's it is equal footing, but just the very fact that we have to constantly talk about how it's like an equal footing shows that it isn't. It's you not know? by no. I mean, even yeah. in Bombay, it's not at all. this whole idea of approaching men unless they're like celebrities or something i don't think it happens i really don't and if it does it's i mean it really depends on the setting because you have to kind of play it in a way where you're like oh you know i'm just like trying to make friends and be cute like you cannot be forward about it at all this whole concept of women being sexually forward does not exist in india yeah i mean at least it doesn't exist in the public domain i feel like it's definitely a reality yeah. uh but one that we all just choose to ignore you know it's like oh it's not a part of our culture yeah i don't think we uh, ignore it i think we hide it you know very oh yeah exactly exactly and again i mean that's another issue with this whole hooking up thing you know because again like the pandemic like i said is it's like you know auntie kind of putting you in marriage boot camp because you're not really allowed to exercise all of these behaviors that elders would disapprove of and yeah i don't know on some level it, it kind of shows you how detrimental this whole moralistic approach to sex and love is because when it's missing from your life yeah it uh people think it's not a big deal but i think it does have a bit of an impact on you know how you feel it definitely does like it can depress Yeah, for sure. I mean, so I guess the conclusion here being that everybody listening to this needs to immediately download Hinge or Bumble or Tinder <laughs> and swipe right. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, but I mean, either way, Open like I said, mouth. yeah. Oh, no, I was saying, open your minds, huh? Continue. Yeah, I mean, just either way, I guess. Uh, I guess there is no conclusion. and it's always going to be a very like yes. customized kind of an experience for anybody you know um mm <laughs> do you think we're going to do like fewer 2020 babies 
No, I don't think so. I think there's going to be so many children next year. Like it'll be crazy, and something that our failing economy definitely can't handle. So I think the fallout wow. of people being quarantined together is going to be pretty nuts. I mean, so many Shacking times I've together. ordered condoms or tried to buy condoms, and so many pharmacies in in where I live have just like run mm. out. You know, so. But yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, but maybe that's a good sign. It's like at least people are being safe. Um yeah, well that's good. But there are that many couples in this city. I didn't know that. I mean, wow. I don't know about couples, but I think people are definitely having way more sex than we think they are. That's what I've realized. Essentially about Indians having sex over like 28 years of my life. You know what I mean? It's like there is a reason we're the second most populated country in the world. We have a lot of sex. But again, it's that dichotomy, right? It's like mm-hmm. everybody's doing it, but we refuse to have it be a very much a part of like public dialogue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now I'm thinking there's maybe not that many single people in India. I mean, yeah, but single is also such a spectrum, right? I mean, there's situationships, there's like exclusive dating. People not having sex like me, basically. <laughs> yeah that could be it actually the rare but uh, you know the uh, on the other hand i did read like a piece somewhere and maybe we can talk about it a bit more in a different episode about how like the lack of sex or certain deprivation from pleasurable experiences actually helps your creative process so oh, yeah wow yeah so there you go Here's you know <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in and for listening. This has been fun. Yep, and we'll catch you in ten days, I guess, where we discuss if free work is work at all, the balancing act between art and money. Things are particularly precarious for artists right now. Until then, reach out to us at write to us bbrew at gmail dot com or at bitchesbrewindia on Instagram with your thoughts and stories. About what's dating been like for you this pandemic, and just anything really that you'd want us to chat about. Don't forget to like, leave a comment, and share.